0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hi,
2: everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis
1: Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast.
2: Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guy, uh, Donald Thomas. And in this episode, we are going to break down each individual game this week six of the 2023 NFL season, make our game predictions. Obviously, we don't have a lot of time. We're not going to spend an hour, so we're not going to be spending, you know, a lot of time on each each team, right, each game. But we kind of give our little quick breakdowns and then give you predictions on who we think is going to win. Uh, Donald, what is your initial reaction to seeing this week's schedule of games? Uh, I don't know how the NFL scripts it. I don't know how they do it,
1: but uh, this is just a, a, just a list of games where it's almost fifty fifty toss ups on a lot of these games, man. It's 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 actually crazy um, when you look at some of these matchups, like Ravens Titans. In my opinion, go e- any either way. You know, Seahawks Bengals. You know, Colts Jags Panthers Dolphins. Not really that one, but Vikings Bears. Like you know, there's just a lot of them where it's just like like you could take one or the other. Like you said, Lawrence, you don't know what team is going to show up. Um, you know, this
2: going to show up on Sunday. Absolutely. Well, let's jump into it because tonight, mm. tonight we have the Denver Broncos heading to Kansas City. Um I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people picking the Broncos, but do you pick the over in this? I, I don't know what the the over is, but. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. <sighs>
1: I don't know what it is, but. um you know, there's this is two two offenses that, that they can score. Um, Travis Kelsey is still what doubt he's he's, uh, he's doubtful for the game, so that can also throw a monkey wrench into predictions, right? I, I think that just even with Travis Kelsey out, um, uh, you know, the Chiefs still find a way to win. You know, he is a big part of their offense, though huge part of their offense where you just can't you know discredit something like that as far as that just being or whatever um it's huge it's huge so it would be interesting to see if he plays or not um i don't see him not playing just because of the simple fact that you know he i think i really feel like he slipped and his pride fell with him uh because he came back in the game and, and had a touchdown and all that kind of stuff so you know guys are being prima donnas and that's you know the the poster child of the nfl right now where he can kind of pick and choose what he wants to practice in my opinion so You know, this whole deal with I won't even say her name, I'm sick of it. But uh (laughs) Chiefs win. Um, Chiefs still pull out the win. Ten points, and a half point spread might be a a one-score game, in my opinion.
2: Okay, okay. Uh before I give my thoughts, I'm gonna remind everybody that bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use promo code believe that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, I'll tell you what, if by some magical means say Travis Kelsey does not play and the Denver Broncos, find a way to eke out a win against the Kansas city chiefs. They'll be the talk of the town, right? They, they will. Cause I mean, let's face it. They have not played a good game all year long. You know, even their win was like, look who you won against. Right. <laughs> right. One of you, uh, 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 non-winning teams had to win that game. So yeah. Um, Obviously, I, I got the Chiefs winning. I think it's going to be bigger than a ten point spread. Uh, I, I got the Chiefs winning by two touchdowns, with or without Travis Kelsey. Um, with Travis Kelsey, it could it could it could get a lot worse. Uh, this is uh, I do think that Denver will probably score twenty, but man, Denver's defense is awful. I mean, it is awful, and I I just. For some reason, Patrick Mahomes can find creases in just about anything. You know, no matter no matter where Travis Kelsey's out there or not. Travis is a big, big, big part of this game, big part of this team, and, and and the main target of Patrick. But Kansas City's got some got 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 some guys that that uh, Patrick can can lean on. Uh, they just got to step up and make catches. You know, because the last time. Yeah. Kelsey was out. We we'll just started dropping balls left and right. They got to make those catches. So, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Kansas City got this one in the bag. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I I agree with you. Uh, I think it's still a one score game, in my opinion. I think Russell still finds a way to, you know, put some points on the board and keep you know Denver in it. Um, but they just don't pull it out.
2: Next game, another morning game, overseas, 9.30 a.m. We got the Baltimore Ravens facing the Tennessee Titans. Now, they got the Titans as the home team, but come on. When it's overseas, you just yeah, – there's not really a home team. Uh, wh- what you got – what's your thoughts on this game, Ravens at uh, versus Titans?
1: I'm taking Titans in this game. Um, I'm taking Titans because – I just want to be difficult and and, and cause a stir amongst everyone. Uh, no, seriously, you know, I think that like I've been saying it the whole time. I feel like you know, Baltimore is 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 a stagnant offense. It's only Lamar. It's a one-trick pony. Um, you know, Tennessee's D line is not bad. I think they find a way to keep Lamar corralled, um, and then their offense is is um, you know their offense for Tennessee. I think Derrick Henry gets rolling again. You know, I I don't see, you know, uh, Baltimore's defense being super physical at this point. They're like kind of like wounded animals in a sense. Like this team is just scraping along. And and I think that they're licking their wounds after playing Pittsburgh last week. Um, And, uh, you know, this is just, I I just have Tennessee scraping this one out. I'm going to say Tennessee wins by 10 points.
2: So I'm going to pick Tennessee as well for, a combination of reasons and that they all play into each other. Number one, the only thing Baltimore's got going for them right now is their run game, right? Their past game is not what was supposedly advertised with a new offensive coordinator. Right. right? And the Titans best run D in football got absolutely embarrassed last week by the Indianapolis Colts. Right. I will guarantee you Mike Vrabel Has went in there and be like this crap ain't happening again. I we're going to get this fixed, and I I feel like that Baltimore, even with Lamar Jackson, is going to have problems trying to run the football on the ground. They're they're going to be forced to have to try to win this through the air. Good luck because they ain't been able to do that yet this year. I think Tennessee rolls in this game ten plus. Right, that's what I've got.
1: Okay, fair enough. You know, I think they're you're spot on. I'm gonna go 10 just be on the conservative side, but you know, a 10 point game in the NFL is, is in my opinion, you got beat up. So
2: yep, <laughs> absolutely. Next game on the on the roster at one o'clock, we have the Washington Commanders heading to Atlanta to face those pesky Falcons that are three and two. What?
1: Yeah, um still not sold on 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 Atlanta but I'm definitely not sold on the commanders either. I'm taking the Falcons in this one home, home advantage three and two. Um, just in my opinion, uh, they have more of the edge. I think they have better quarterback play. Um, they have, you know, definitely better run game. Um, you know, uh, they have a very, 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 very electric kid. They got down there running the football. I and mean, I mean, if you look at, what Robinson can do when he gets that ball is incredible. So, um, you know, I, I just see, I just see Atlanta, you know, pulling this one out. I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout because they're not really high-powered offenses, in my opinion. Well, they're Atlanta's a big-play offense, if that makes sense. But they're not high-powered in the sense of throwing and running the ball. And it's just like one or the other you got to be worried about. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to squeak a big play in there here and there. Um, Robinson's gonna make some some guys miss and get the crowd going. Um, and I just don't see the commanders having enough to to pull that out. So I'm going Baltimore. I mean Baltimore, I'm going to Atlanta uh by seven.
2: You just stole exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, come on,
1: uh, man.
2: <laughs> I mean, word for word almost. Just go ahead and copy paste exactly what Donald said. And That's why I like going line- first sometimes. Rewind three minutes and just replay that and just pretend that it's coming out of my mouth. There and we go. The next right thing. down to the seven <laughs> points. All right. <laughs> yeah. Bijan has been an absolute stud this year and yeah. they're definitely going to rely on him quite a bit. So, yeah, I, I got the same thing uh, in that game. Uh, moving on. <sighs> a couple disappointing teams. This year, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears, both one and four on the season. This is in Chicago, in the Windy City. Well, what are you looking at here? Do they have to play? Why isn't this the Thursday night football game? (laughs) It's so painful
1: to watch Chicago play. No, I mean it's it's just it's just one of those things where I just can't do it. Like I can't. Like it just the only time the game is promising is when before the opening kickoff, and even then I'm just still like shaky on it. Like, um, you know the Vikings are a better football team than Chicago. Um, you know there was talks about trading Kirk Cousins and all this kind of stuff. Like, where to, who, who's taking him to where? Like, where is he going? Right. So, um. I got Vikings. I got Vikings by by ten by, by ten in this game. Um, Chicago just is going to be Chicago. They're going to do Chicago things, and they're going to be the Bears at the end of the day. And it's sad to say, but you know they they got that win the other day. Like was last week, I believe, or whatever it was. And so you know, um, it was one of those wins where it's like spirited, and that they, they you know that everything went right for them um, with turnovers and all that kind. Of, it is not going to be that game. I think Kirk Cousins is a very veteran season quarterback that understands this game in the division and it's going to be, I got them by 10, but it's it's not a game that we should really be kind of
2: focusing on because they're bottom of the barrel. See, I got a feeling that this is a game that's actually going to be interesting to watch. Um, not because, you know, standings or anything of that nature. I feel like there could be a lot of offense in this game. Uh, I feel like that the bears uh, Matt Eberflus is finally, you know, he, he told his offensive court, just let fields be fields. You know, let's stop trying to coach him and let him go out there. He, he made that whole point about, you know, too much stuff up here. You know, I'm thinking too much. Just let me play. I feel like they let him do that last week and look what he did, right? He did a very good job offensively. The defense is still crap, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like both teams could put up you know, 25-plus points in this game. Um, I'm going to go with you on this one. I think the Minnesota overall is a better team than Chicago. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a 10-point, you know, plus win. I think it's going to be seven or less, but I still feel like Minnesota should walk in the Chicago and win this game.
1: remember you said that.
2: Yep, yep, absolutely. All right. Now we got the Seattle Seahawks heading to the – uh-oh – Cincinnati Bengals are now two and three. Oh, are they on a roll? Uh, We got got Cincinnati hosting the Seattle Seahawks. I already know what your thought process is on this, but I'm going to go ahead and let you tell everybody else.
1: (laughs) You know me so well by now. Um, (laughs) Here's the deal. Uh, The Bengals are who we thought they are, right? They're not a good football team, in my opinion. They got a lot of things going on behind the scenes um Seattle's a team that um they're gonna come ready to play I think Geno's on a mission to uh even quiet the uh the haters from last year that said he was a one-time thing and a fluke and all that and I've always been a Geno fan so um I see you know Seattle coming in and I see Seattle winning a football game um making some big plays and not turning the ball over I think Cincinnati is going to make some – I think Burrow makes a couple bad throws here, and I think that they jump on top of them. And I have a feeling it's going to be a one-score game in my opinion, but Seattle pulls it out.
2: See, in my opinion, both games that um, the Bengals won this year have asterisks beside them, right? Mm-hmm. Starting quarterback out, you know, or, you know, just a bad team, you know, things of that nature. That's where they got and, – and I'm with you right now – there's nothing that shows me that the Cincinnati Bengals are a team worthy of picking over, you know, a team that is playing actually good football against decent teams. Right. Um, That's, that's what we're looking at with Seattle. So I agree. I think Seattle wins this game and I think they probably win it by, you know, more than seven points. I think it's more than it'll, it'll it'll be more than a touchdown. I, I, I don't think it'll be, three scores, but I I feel like they're going to win by two scores in this game because I feel like they're, like you said, their defense should come up with a turnover or two or three, you know, in this game. Yeah. So, and and, and it has a lot to do with the offensive line over there in Cincinnati as well, though. I mean, let's let's face it. Burrow has been under a lot of pressure, but Burrow's been holding the ball. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's go on to the next game. Uh, Interesting. I wonder if Deshaun Watson will be back this game because they are going to need him with San Francisco coming into town. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
1: Um <laughs> you know, here's the deal, San Francisco is the best team in football and a team like Cleveland can't even begin to compete with the, the team. They're San Francisco is not going to go to Cleveland and lose a football game. That's not the game that they go over and they don't take care of business. They're that good of a team where, you know, San Fran goes to another team with a, you know, that's in the middle of the road, like a Baltimore and slip up, you know, or Steelers and slip up or something like that. Right. They're not going to go to Cleveland and slip up. I saw something about they have Deshaun Jackson lost the locker room. Like the dude's hurt. Like if he's hurt, he's hurt. He's not going to lose, lose the locker room. The question is, did he have the locker room? Did he ever have it? Right. So we're talking about did He lose it. Um, so you know, Cleveland's going to Cleveland's going to struggle. San Francisco's defensive line. A, a good matchup is going to see is the Steve Bosa versus um, uh, Jones, the rookie. DeWan Jones from Ohio State. You know, that's going to be a good test for him. And uh, I don't think that if, you know, um, Sean is ready to play, if he's not 100 percent, I think they think about that matchup right there. And think twice about putting him out there um against you know the rookie against the vet like that which you know i think jones can hold his own but i don't know about through all four quarters yet against a pass rusher of that caliber and that changes the game uh i think miles garrett has a hell of a game this this week though he i think he's a game changer and he kind of keeps the game close a little bit um in the sense of you know maybe creating some ruckus back there for purdy um you know but the way purdy's playing and how dynamic they are you know he's not going to have to drop back and sit back. You know they're going to start throwing those screens and and quick passes, getting the ball out and and moving the pocket away from Miles Miles Garrett to the point where you know it's going to be a game where it's, it's going to be a one sided, lopsided blowout in my opinion. And I see this thing being at least
2: a seventeen point game. Wow. Well, Elijah Mitchell and Deshaun Watson did not practice yesterday. Still, so yeah. that's a that's that's huge. In this game, if Deshaun Watson was playing, then I would give them a little bit more of an edge, but he's still dealing with that shoulder injury. Yeah. Um, Now, look, the Browns defense is legit. Okay. And they can get after the quarterback. They can make, you know, things happen. But, you know, uh, when it comes to an offense in the NFL about uh, a team that can get the ball out quickly and create yards after catch, no one does it better than San Francisco. Right. Nobody they they design plays for specifically that, and they're very good at executing those type of plays. I agree with you. This is this is two scores plus. Mm -hmm. Uh, San Francisco wins. Uh, If it was Deshaun Watson, I'd say maybe 10 points, but at this point, no, this this game's going to get out of hand quickly. Yeah, quick. Yep. New Orleans Saints. Heads to the Houston Texans. Interesting game. What you got going on
1: here? I'm taking the Texans in this game. Home field, I think CJ Strauss playing lights out right now for the, you know, out of all the rookies. I keep saying it week in and week out. You know, coming out of college, he was clearly my choice as the best quarterback in the draft. Um, he's playing like it right now. The kids playing like it. Um, you know, and that's one thing that's very important for him to uh, be able to keep, you know, continuing to play at a high level. Um, You know, the Saints are going to come in here and they're going to, they're going to roll down to Houston and think that it's sweet. I think Derek Carr is playing good, but it's not good enough. And so, um, you know, I just, I I just have a feeling I'm seeing it. It's going to be a tight game. It's a seven point game, but I got Houston pulling that one out.
2: That's a tough one for me. Uh, I feel like these are two very evenly matched game uh, teams right now um CJ Stroud's playing very good football mm-hmm. but I'm I'm worried about their defense right this is this is the thing the you know, Texans defense is not what I would say is playing top level football mm-hmm. um and the Saints like you said Derek Carr is playing pretty good um and maybe not at the beginning of the year but he's really settled into it at this point and Look, uh, I, I would like to be able to pick the Texans because they are an AFC South team. And I got to, you know, unless you're playing against the Colts or they have some kind of a, you know, effect on where the Colts are in the division. But at this point, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm going to go with the Saints in a in a tight, like three point game. I, I, I feel like uh, this is something that's going to come down to the end of the game. Going to be a play. Who do I trust more to make a play at the end of a game to 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 win? Maybe to to make a drive to 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 score, uh, to win off a, off a field goal or something. And right now, I'm I'm gonna go with you know Derek Carr over CJ Stroud right now. Well, I'm gonna write this one
1: down because I know <laughs> I know I'm right on this one. Well, we'll see. We'll let me see. write. Let me get it down because I remember what you said. Now, boom. All right, boom. That one's written down.
2: all right all right we're not going to be talking about the indianapolis colts at jacksonville if you want to watch that go check out our 26 minute preview of that of that show we're going to move on to the last one o'clock game of sunday and that's the carolina panthers heading to the miami dolphins oh my goodness hold the phones hold the phones (laughs) oh
1: man god it's a toss up here You know, um, the line's almost 14 points on this game, and I think that they're just being nice in Vegas. I think this is going to be a 21 to 24-point victory, um, you know, the Dolphins will have. I don't think this thing's close. You know, Bryce Young is struggling, and it is evident, and uh, Miami's offense is firing, you know, the loss of um, – they're starting running back hurts them, I think, but I think that they have enough to make up for that in the run game. And they definitely have enough in the passing game um, that they can kind of mask it for the next few weeks until that kid comes back and hopefully he's healthy because he was having a hell of a rookie campaign. But, um, you know, I just, I, I, I see this beginning getting out of hand
2: very quickly. Yeah. I'm not picking the upset here. Um <laughs> even close. Uh, <laughs> No. Right. <laughs> no. It's not happening. I'm not going to no, do it. No. Uh, We're going to move this along a little bit quicker as, you know, time's starting to run out for us. We're going to go ahead and go to the first 4 o'clock game. That's the Patriots at the Raiders, two teams that have not been looking up to par as of late. What are we, what are we looking at here? Well, this is a game
1: of uh coaches that coach together, and, you know, uh Josh McDaniels versus Bill Belichick, and I wish there was better under better, better circumstances – um, but clearly the Raiders have the edge here. Patriots are tanking. I think it's all falling apart. I feel bad for Bill because Bill's had a hell of a run, but I think it's over. It's it, not. I think it's over with. Um, I think that the Patriots have packed it up in the way they've been playing and Raiders roll them. Uh, I think it's going to be a 10 point game. It's not gonna be a blowout.
2: Yeah, this, this is a game. Look, I mean, Belichick knows McDaniels, right? I mean, he knows him very, very, very well. Um, but I, I just I don't feel like he has the the fire with the injuries he's had on defense. I don't think he has the firepower to stop uh mm-hmm. some of the guys over there on the Raiders offense. I, I agree with you. I think the Raiders win, especially at home. Yeah. Um moving on to the 430 game. Uh first one is the Lions at the Buccaneers, four and one versus three and one. Wow. This this could be the game
1: of the week. It is the game of the week, in my opinion. I mean, this game is Lions are rolling four and one, and they got a very tough task going down to Tampa. And playing those pesky Bucks, I think, you know, um, the Bucks. like I said before, they are, they're, they're a good football team and they're proving it. Um, I think, you know, my guy, once again, Baker Mayfield, um, he has a day and this is this, this, this is the edge, right? This is why this game is such a toss up because you have two discarded quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They're still showing that they can play and they have the locker room. They're leading the team. Um, but I'm going to give the edge here. I'm going to give the edge here to Tampa Bay in this game. Home game. Baker Mayfield. I think he rallies the troops. I think they they I think they I think that they are going to shut their the, the Tampa Bay defense is going to slow down this. I mean this uh Detroit offense here. And I think they pull it out. I think they pull it out. But Dan Campbell's gonna have those guys teed up and ready to go. This is the best game of the week. I'm telling everybody right now. Put let me write this one down too. Put my stamp on that one too. This is gonna be the best game of the week as well, because I'm telling you, this is this is two teams and they're trying to prove themselves week in and week out.
2: I agree with a lot of a lot of what you said. The only thing is, I have a feeling Aiden Hutchinson is going to have something to say about this game. That man from Detroit, that pass rusher has. He he looks like Max Crosby from two years ago. I mean, he's out there just playing with like he's almost unblockable right now, and that's yeah. one of the big reasons why this defense and why the Lions are sitting at four and one. Um, Baker's going to be have to move around a lot in order to, to to get away. It doesn't matter if he if Aiden is double or triple team. He seems to find a way to get in the backfield and get pressure. And it, I just look. Uh, I like both these teams. This is a very tough matchup. This is this is again. Uh, this could go either way, uh, in my opinion. But I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against you on this one as well. I, I think the Lions win this game. Um, mostly off the back of. I think the the defense gets a little bit of. Little bit of push here, maybe gets a turnover or two. Uh Baker is known that when he when his offensive line isn't able to give him protection and he has to roll out or something of that nature, a lot of times he'll he'll make a bad decision once in a while. Still a good quarterback, in my opinion. Just yeah. it is what it is. Uh I think the Lions come up with a couple couple turnovers, gives um uh, gives Goff and, and those boys a little bit, a few more extra possessions. And I think they play a little more safer on offense. Uh And they end up winning due to the turnovers. So, um, agree to disagree. There we go. I like it. There we go. (laughs) Arizona Cardinals at the Rams.
1: Taking the Rams, um, Cardinals are in disarray right now, man. You know, they got that one victory riding high with with Hobbs. And I mean, that was just a fluke um embarrassing. It makes it makes it makes Dallas look even worse week in and week out. And I love to say that, right? But it makes Dallas look even worse losing to them. But I'm I'm going to go LA here. I don't see, you know, Arizona. Um I don't I don't I don't see Arizona coming in and getting a win here in LA. Uh just too much going on. I think that, you know, LA's defense is is what the deciding factor of this is going to be. Because like I said, you know LA's offense is not with the return of Cooper Cup. Um, definitely helps them out tremendously. And then you got Nakua, Puka, did I say it right? Puka oh, Nakua, Puka Nakua. Puka. Excuse me. Puka Nakua. Yeah, Puka Nakua. Um, the Rams have a a, a a potent passing game. It's just their their run game just isn't enough to where they're going to be
2: a serious contender. So, Make a long story short, LA, uh, uh, by ten. Oh, by ten. Yeah. All right, look, uh, the Rams are better than their two and three record. They haven't had Cooper Cup. They just finally getting him back. Yeah, uh, I agree one hundred percent that the Rams are a way better team. Uh, I mean, come on, right? They're not playing Philadelphia like they did last week. Uh, they're <laughs> they're playing the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yes, two scores, eh, no question in my in my book. Speaking of the Philadelphia Eagles, that's the next game on the list. They traveled to New York to fight those Jets, Jets, Jets. (laughs) Come on.
1: I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles here. Um, I'm going Eagles. Although I will say this, this game is not a runaway game. This is a 10-point game at best, at worst, a 10-point game. Um, I think the Jets keep it a lot closer than we think, but I think that the Eagles are the Eagles are scrappy. The Eagles don't. Here's the thing: Eagles don't quit. They play all four quarters, and Jalen Hurts and those boys find a way to win. It's just the Jets have a good defense, and there's no way else to, to shape that. They're, that's what's going to keep them in games. It's just a simple fact they just don't have enough on offense to win games. If that makes sense, so it's going to be. I'm saying a, t- a ten-point game. It might be even be a one-score game. Um, here they're going to play them tough like just like they play Kansas City um and so I'm going to go definitely
2: go Philly but I'm gonna say seven points you sound a lot like me when uh you 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 know back when they played Kansas City and I said this is not going to be a runaway game I know, I, know I, I, <laughs> I remember you saying that you did say
1: that and, and and that's why I'm making my prediction the way I'm making it because yeah the Jets defense is good I mean they lost yeah, Rogers but they lose that defense is still solid
2: so absolutely, um, yeah yeah look um Phillies defense their front their front seven's nasty uh maybe the uh, again I'm going to say probably the best defensive line depth wise in football right they are amazing out there uh so that's that's gonna put a lot of pressure on, on a certain Jets quarterback, and we all know what that does to him, right? When he's under pressure on a consistent basis, he sees ghosts. We all know about it. We we talked about we've seen it in the past. Um I, I got a feeling this can be a runaway game in this situation. Look, Kansas City doesn't have the D line. They 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 got one guy, Chris Jones, right? Whereas Philly's D line is nasty. I got a feeling that this is a game where this could be 14 or more. Um, but I, I got the Eagles, and the only reason is the Eagles are built in a way that is not good for the Jets, right? Completely like they're kryptonite, the way they're built right now. So, but I, I hear you, the Jets D—they're gonna—they're—they're they're gonna hold their own. They're not gonna give up no 30 points, mm-hmm. you know. Um, giants at bills, Sunday night football, Sunday night football there, you
1: know, with Von Miller back and, um, you know, the, the, the bills have a pretty good defensive line giants with Daniel Jones being out. Um, and then just being the giants, this game is not a battle of New York. This game is not a battle for anything besides another football game that the Bills have to face. I think the Bills come back and beat the snot out of New York, out of the Giants, just because of the way they lost to Jacksonville. Um, I don't see this game being close by any stretch of the imagination. Giants offensive line is very, very porous. I won't say bad, I'm going to say porous. Um, And so, uh, yeah, this is a game where I think it might be 21-plus points
2: in favor of uh, the Bills. I was going to say 17-plus, but Yeah. Yeah where we're on the same track three scores. Yep. Uh so yeah, I'm not, I'm just going to leave it at that. You're you're dead on right on the on basically everything you just said. Last game of the week, Monday night football could be interesting. Uh Dallas Cowboys at the Chargers.
1: Oh, man, man, man. man. Um so I'm taking Chargers in this game. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking it. I said it. I'm taking it. I know. I'm taking I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers in this game. I want to say San Diego so bad. But anyway. I know, me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. I think Justin Herbert um, is going to be the deciding factor in this game. I think, you know, up front for um, L.A., um, on the defensive side of the ball, they are superior than the Cowboys' offensive line. I think that um, there has been a blueprint or or a recipe out now on how to slow down Michael Parsons, the San Francisco display, just beat him up. But you got to have the guys that want to do it. So, and you got the right personnel to be able to beat him up like San Francisco had. I don't think that they have, you know, I don't think that the, the Rams have that, like how San Francisco has that in offensive line play. But I think that there has been a blueprint out on how to slow him down. And you see, once you can slow him down, there's holes in this defense. You know, with them losing their, their, their line, their uh, their starting linebacker, Parsons, you, you know, you found a recipe for him. You lost, already lost Trayvon Diggs. There are holes in this defense that can be exploited. And I think that if Justin Herbert gets a chance to exploit them, they get the uh they get the win here. I'm gonna go out and say um,
2: Chargers by Chargers by seven. It's a tight game. I think it is a tight game right until the end, and I got a feeling that this is a game where a certain player has not been talked about very much this year, and a lot of people forgot that he's on the Cowboys, but I think he makes an impact in this game, especially late, um, because I don't I don't feel like there's a guy uh, at wide receiver right now for the Chargers that can exploit. Uh, anything on this cornerback and that's Stefan Gilmore. I feel like he's going to lock down somebody and probably get an interception in this game. Um look, you talk about, you know, look, San Francisco's offensive line and tight ends are are are, are way way better than than the uh Los Angeles Chargers, right? and they 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 got, they will have to come in with a mindset to stop them and look the cowboys they got embarrassed in san fran i mean embarrassed yeah uh i just i don't like picking the cowboys but i'm i'm going to i think they win on like you know a defensive play at the end of the game i don't like it oh. but it's just how i'm seeing the game going you know oh.
1: oh boy all right i got that one down too um yeah
2: we're
1: gonna have to agree to disagree on that you know i feel about the cowboys but still every every point that i said was spot on i don't think you're wrong either for your opinions um you know may the best man win but i just feel like that the um i just i don't know man the chargers the chargers can pull that one off and especially them having to go out to la as
2: well just adds, adds another distraction to the whole yeah. Dallas Circus. I, I hear you. I hear you, and I understand. But we'll see. I mean, this is, again, it's one of those games that, in my opinion, can go either way, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. It yeah. D- depends upon which team on either team, which team shows up.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially in Dallas. You don't know who's going to show up. It's, yeah. It, I mean, exactly. come on. You guys, you guys went out to Arizona and lost, so who knows?
2: Exactly. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, A little extended period of time here, about 30 minutes or so. So thanks so much, everybody, for watching. If you got all the way to the end, please don't forget to smash that like button and hit subscribe. If you're not subscribed and you're listening to an audio podcast, make sure you leave a review. We appreciate it a ton. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. Uh, That's Donald Thomas. And as usual, have a good one. Good luck this week.
1: Let's go, baby. Do you believe
2: Thank you for listening
1: to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
0: This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite-only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
2: You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.